Hey besties. Wait, stop what you're doing right now. Before we go any further, did you notice the rebrand? If you are listening to this on any podcasting platform, you should see that we have a new logo. And yeah, it's got my face on it, which is a little weird for me. The logo before, I was unsure if I wanted to put my actual real life face on it because I think I honestly just doubted that this was going to take off. And here we are, it's taking off and we're rolling with it. So head to our Instagram if you'd like to see the full rebrand. I'm obsessed with it. And honestly, it just is a seamless flow into my personal brand, That Manda Girl. That being said, I am so excited for our guest today, Renee from Black. She shares all about why representation within the fashion industry matters, and it is a conversation so worth having. All right, let's get into it. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, Renee. I am so excited to meet you and get to know you and your brand and all your companies that you've started a little bit more. So thank you. No, thank you so much for having me. I'm actually really excited to do this today. So I was looking forward to it all day. So I'm happy about it. Yay. All right. So I want to introduce my audience to you. I actually am just meeting you for the first time, which is awesome. I I can already tell that, you know, we've got some good chemistry going, which is great. There's smiles all around. Um, that being said, I do want to give you an, like an opportunity to introduce yourself and tell me a little bit about you and all the different things that you have been up to this past year. (laughs) Awesome. Well, yeah. So uh, my name is Renee Alexandria and I am like a serial entrepreneur kind of. I love starting businesses, creating brands and making products. And um, I know that you know about my most recent product with or a brand, which is called Black, where we make handbags and accessories that are all like cruelty free. And we kind of put like a little spin on it because we like to represent people who are not represented at all. So we, that's, it's just really taking off. All this is so exciting. I'm so glad I'm doing podcasts and yeah. all these different things now. It's like snowballing. It's so super exciting. But yeah, I've been in business for like, well, 14 years. But this particular business, um, Black, we started in the middle of the pandemic, like in the height of it. And I started it with my baby. So it was my five-year-old daughter. Yeah, and your agent told me that she is like a co-partner. Yeah, she owns half. Wow, wow. She is my ride or die, she owns half. So I pay her like normal and she works with us and everything like that. And she even designs bags and like, She just designed a mommy and me set. She told me exactly how she wanted it to look and what it wanted to be like. And she's like, I want it to be round and I want this and I want that. So she actually designs and she's quite the salesperson actually. Oh my gosh. That's amazing. She will sell you a bag. (laughs) She knows all the, all the dimensions and all like how it's made and everything. Wow. And what a testament to to you just being an incredible mother and role model for her that's so young she can already start and have those goals and aspirations already so young I love that so as far as you is this 
what you always wanted to do as a little girl? Did you want to grow up and design handbags and purses and have all these other companies or take me on that journey? You know, what's crazy is that I knew I always wanted to work for myself, right? Okay. I didn't know what it was going to be. I had to like really find out my passion and it took some years of trial and tribulations to find out. And you know how they say everything happens for a reason and you're exactly where you're supposed to be at the exact mm. moment. Yes. Like when I started my first company is because I got kicked out of university. <gasps> in my last semester. I'm a oh. college dropout. <laughs> I'm a college dropout. I couldn't afford it anymore. Girl. And like, I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I just can't, I paid three seasons and I could not, I could not, can you hear my baby in the background? I'm I sorry, can't. No, that's I'm fine. Sorry. She's already making she's a cameo. Hear her like, I can hear her doing like a little thing in class. Um, so yeah, so I got kicked out and then I had no money and I didn't finish my degree and I was already three years into my degree and I was like, I thought I was going to work corporate. And now when I think back at it, it's like, girl, you knew you weren't going to work corporate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're you just knew like you were not following the motions, doing what everyone says you're supposed to do. Like go to yes. school, get a degree, you'll get a job. But yes. it doesn't always work that way. And it shouldn't always work that way. No, it doesn't. I tell my daughter now, even though she's five, I said, if you want to go to university, you can. If you don't, that's okay with me. Like I'm, I'm actually okay with it mm. because I learned so much more doing the business and the ups and the downs than I ever did in the university. And I think that if I finished, I wouldn't be where I'm at. You mm. know what I mean? Yeah. So I started my first company with $10 and a fold out chair and an add on Craigslist. What? <laughs> and and what, what was ago. your first company? Miami extensions. I still have it. Okay. So I, I did hear, I did hear extensions, which I learned when I was 12 years old, how to do, Whoa. because I wanted my hair done. And my mom was like, I'm not paying money for you to get your hair done. So I went to a salon and said, I'll sweep, I'll mop, I'll clean, just do my hair on Fridays. Cause I want to be fly, <laughs> you know? So they did. And then from that, I just learned and I like picked up really easily. Okay. And one day they just had a person that was out and she was like, oh, can you do these braids for me? And then I'm doing braids and like, um, like a, like extensions weave. Okay. And it was so good that the person requested me again. And then I kept on having people request me. So at 13, I had a booth. Girl. <laughs> I had a booth. I know, which is crazy. So I had that to fall back on. So I looked up the laws. I was in Miami. I looked up the laws at the time and I was like, Oh, I can do hair extensions without a license because as long as I don't do chemicals, right? Because <laughs> as long as you don't do chemicals, you could do it. So wow. then I was like, oh, hey, right, I can do this. So I put an ad on Craigslist and the next day I had a customer and she was my customer for a good nine years until I moved to Miami. Wow. So my first, and I still talk to her to this day. So that you know, is the power of community and clearly with you building that community and being reliable and all of that that's incredible mm. yeah thank you I appreciate it but like the black the one that I have with my baby it started in last year 
And a lot of people thought I was crazy to start in the pandemic. They're like, the world is coming to an end. Like, what are you doing? You can't start. But I felt compelled. Mm. You know, I felt compelled because it brings me back to what I say about your passion. So throughout the years of learning everything, I learned that my passion and my vision is never really a monetary, but I don't have a monetary goal. Yeah. I don't want to say I want to make this much this year. I have a goal of how much people I want to help. I realized mm. that I love helping people, right? And so every company I create shapes that I'm helping someone in some way. So it's like my guiding force. It's like my North star, you know, I of love where that. I'm going to do. So thank you. So that's why I started because I realized that my baby didn't have any representation and it wasn't even a thought process to me you know what I mean and then there were so many other people who didn't have representation and not just little black and brown girls like there's so many different people who don't have representation so we are literally switching our gears from just like we were really about like black and brown girls getting them out there but now we're doing like different religions like muslim girls we have a vitiligo girl coming out we have red hair because you never oh, get to see women with no, red hair. we're having yeah. three different skin colors so light which a lot of people can identify with and then brown like me and then like dark so then we're now doing it in different shades so everyone can feel represented oh. in different things um we're having a girl who has alopecia we're going to do a bag for her and everything like that. Oh. I'm just trying to do it everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want to become like the United Nations of bags. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. Just of like with all these different cool, dope images on it. Because I don't see bags with images on it. And I'm like, I would want like a really cool, dope looking girl on my bag. And mm. when I go out, people are like, where did you get that? You know? That's and then my baby be like, when mm -hmm. I was looking at your website, I instantly was drawn. I think you titled it your queen affirmations the yes. line, with the hair and the hair is yes. made up of all the words. I'm literally getting goosebumps right now because I was like, this is incredible. And I, even though I don't see myself represented just to be a little girl and seeing that around would have just been incredible for me to just mm -hmm. broaden my horizons as a young person, but yeah. now as an adult, I can appreciate it and be like, yes, queen. I love yes. that. And Thank you. oh my gosh, that, that line drew me in. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's my favorite bag. That's the one I'm rocking today, actually. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the one I'm rocking today. But so I am really spiritual and I'm about manifesting and all these different things. And I completely believe in affirmations. Oh, yeah. I believe the words that we tell ourselves shape our life and it can be good and it can be bad, right? So I was saying all these affirmations in the morning and my daughter was saying these affirmations in the morning. And I was like, it would be pretty dope to have them like with us. Wherever visually. you go. Yeah. So when people are seeing it too, they're saying, I am confident, I am bold, I am beautiful. They're reading those affirmations too when they're seeing my bag. And it's they're affirming it to themselves subconsciously and consciously. Mm -hmm. And with you carrying around a bag, you're you're affirming it to yourself too, subconsciously and unconsciously as well. So it's for both people, for the people seeing it and for the people wearing it. So that was one of my most powerful pieces. Yeah. I love that one to pieces. And that's why she's like in five different colors. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like in five different colors because I love it. And you don't, even though she has an Afro, 
you don't have to look like that to carry a bag like that. Exactly. Do you get what I mean? It, it is could be any race. Yes, our bags are wearable art. See, girl, that's why I like you. Our bags are wearable <laughs> art. They're wearable art. We make these pieces. Mm -hmm. They're hand-drawn, um, oh. all of our sketches. And they're by in-house artists or by me, myself. Like, I'll sketch something out and have someone, like, you know, refine it. Because I can sketch, but, you know, <laughs> I'm not, like, the greatest, greatest. And they're, they're made with love. And we think about each person that we're trying to represent. Like each one is like a piece that takes weeks just for us to kind of formulate like what's going on. Well, that was going to be one of my questions is, do you know the people that you're representing on these bags? Like, have you met these people? Is each bag a different person that's impacted you? Or is it a person that you want to meet someday? Like, I want to be, tell me the story of each person. <laughs> it's more like, I just have a vision of a, a vision of a person or a thought of who I want to see. Like, or like, okay, so yesterday I'm in Toronto right now. Okay. And I went down to the Korean market because I love my, you know, Korean meals. <laughs> I love my Korean meals. And I went down and there were some, um, there were Somali girls and they were Muslim, right? And I'm doing a sketch for Muslim girls right now. So yeah. I just sat down there and I was just watching all the different Muslim girls go. And I was taking pieces from like each one and like designing it. I even stopped a few of them. And I was like, what do you want to see? Uh. You know what I mean? And I'm like, what do you want to see in this? And they're like, we want her to have uh, traditional hijab and we want her to do this we want her to do that so as they're saying it I'm like sketching it and everything like that and the piece came out pretty awesome and it's probably going to be on the site maybe like in a week or so I just got to finish off the different colors okay in colors but you'll be able to check it out and like see but like even that we're all contact people on Instagram I'm thinking about doing a piece for indigenous people what mm. do you want what would you want to see that you don't see. So yeah. I literally would just talk to people and just find out like what they haven't seen for themselves. And that's why we're doing a lot of biracial people now too. We're gonna do a lot of mixed race because there's a lot of them and they don't see it. They can't see themselves in either lane. In either category. So we yeah. have to like create one for them as well. Uh, yeah. Uh. <laughs> I love that. I Used also saw, one. I know, <laughs> it's like, oh, oh. I'm ascending. Yeah. <laughs> um, the sisterhood line too, that yeah. is breathtaking. Thank breathtaking. you. Breathtaking. Just the way all of their faces are positioned and at every angle, especially in the wallet, every angle, it's just you see something new in the art. And I definitely yeah. stared at that one on your website a while and was like, I love this wallet. I, I, I'm in love with it right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that was vegan leather too. Yeah. I you know with sisterhood. So you see how they're stacking up each other yeah. and they're all different colors. So that we have, um, Asian, we have white, we have, um, a girl who's like a Hispanic, mm -hmm. a black girl, and then like a dark, dark black girl. So, I wanted us to, oh, and some of them are wearing a hijab. You saw that I too, saw right? that, I yeah. did. <laughs> some of them are wearing a hijab too. I wanted us to know that we're all bent together and that we can hold each other up as women. So that's why each one of them are resting the head on top mm -hmm. of each other in the most peaceful, gentle way. I just wanted yes. it to be like, 
just calm and peaceful. And I wanted it that whatever way you switch the bag, like how you said, so I'm really glad that you got it. Yeah. You can see the different, you can see them holding each other up. So that piece was really important to me. Every piece that we put on there has a meaning mm. behind it. Mm. I try mm. to be intentional. I love that. <laughs> I love that. I and so mm. you, you talked about during, you started all of this during the pandemic. Yeah. How? <laughs> I mean, was- I, how? So you're sitting in your home with your daughter one day and you're like, I feel called to do this. How, how did you do it? Did you start your Instagram first? Did you contact people? Did you just like jump in full speed? Okay, crazy story. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what happens. You know, like at the end of like school year, how you can buy like backpacks and things like that for like mm-hmm. on sale? Because I'm a mother, I like to see, okay? <laughs> so you know how you like to, you can buy those things. So we went to like one of these major department stores trying to get her her stuff for the next year or like even to carry through summer. Yep. She goes to like auntie's house when mommy needs mommy breaks, right? Yep. <laughs> and things like yep. that. But when we went and we couldn't find a bag that looked like her at all, mm. like at all. So we were in the aisle for like 30 minutes, like up and down. And all her choices was, a girl who didn't look like her or animals and she didn't want elephants and zebras and like yeah. she wanted something cute but what really compelled me was we were standing there and she was just sitting there so disappointed my baby does this thing with her face when she's disappointed oh. like I can't take it like you know what I mean I cannot take it and she was like she um a little girl walks up with red hair red long red hair and she picks a bag like two minutes she goes in and she sees the bag. She goes, mommy, look, it's me. And I look at the bag and it's a girl with red hair. And you know that red hair is not even like common. No. Right? So she was even able to find herself. She, sorry, hold on one second, the baby came in. I just made my charger because my computer gets a bag. Okay, baby, I think your charger's in the living room. Okay. <laughs> She's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Thank you. So the little girl walks up and she was able to say, mommy, it's me. And then I was like, it's not like she's even common because she's a redhead girl. And then like redhead with freckles, mm-hmm. you, that's kind of rare. Right. So I was like, she had so many bags to choose from that. She was just able to go into the store and she was able to find this thing for her like immediately. But my daughter didn't even have the chance to even do that. Like there was nothing there that looked like her, mm. you know? And then it, it kind of sparked something in me because when I went home, I was like, okay, maybe I can find something online, right? So I tried to search little bags that can find that with little images that look like her and there was nothing. So then like, I was like, hold on, like, really like this is the world we're still like like now we're still here seriously she still doesn't have we're still here she doesn't have representation at all you know what i mean so i started i started to think and i was like well is there bags or stuff with me on it like with people who look like me so i searched for that too and i was like there's nothing i can't find and i searched for a while and i was like i cannot find anything so I just couldn't, I couldn't take the disappointment. And like, I was sitting there and I remember this Maya Angelou, 
um, mm. statement where she said, if you don't like something, change it. It was like, it was almost like she spoke to me, okay? <laughs> like, she was almost like she spoke to me. I was just like, okay, I need to do something about this. And oh, I, like, I need to do something about this. So I had my background in manufacturing for my other companies. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can get a bag. And I did like a little sketch. I said, baby, what would you want to see in the back? She's like, I want to see me and my friends doing ballet. And that bag is actually on the site. I saw it's called it. Three Sisters. Yeah, it's called Three Sisters. So it's her and her friends doing ballet. And I made like a prototype, but it was like an actual bag bag. And then we were walking around, I think, um, in Winners, which is a store up here in Canada. And a lady was like, where did you get that bag? Like, I need that bag. I was like, oh, I made it. She's like, oh my, I've never seen something like it. Like, can you make me one? And I was like, okay. So then I just bought like a few, right? I just bought right. like a few, like I just made a few. And, and then like, I would go to a park and then the person want it. And then I would go here, then the person would want it. And then before I knew it, like there were so many people wanting it within like a week time. So then I was like, okay, maybe this is just a sign that I need to start this. So I made a website at which I taught myself how to code when I was pregnant, actually, with Whoa. my daughter. So <laughs> I, taught my, I taught myself how to code because I realized that that's the way that things were going. Yeah. So I made a website and with everything being locked down, there was more people online too as well. So I kind of just like showed little pictures and videos of my daughter. I didn't even have an Instagram. I just got an Instagram like a couple months ago. What? Yes, I just got the Instagram. Like not, yeah, at the beginning of the year, I, I didn't have it for the most part. And I, um, it just snowballed and I started to create more and more designs. And then within 30 days, we were completely sold out. On our 32nd day, actually. We were completely sold out and then wow. it just went it blew up and then i had to get a warehouse i had to get workers i had to like do all these different things <laughs> it was crazy wow yeah it was crazy it was but we did have our trial and tribulations with it too mm -hmm. i don't want you to think that it was all you know rainbows <laughs> right right rainbows. not all, all sunshine and all. rainbows yeah it was not we almost lost the company oh after gosh. a few months because the border closed and all of our products were at the border. <gasps> and then people like pre-ordered stuff and they were, they thought I stole their money. I was devastated. I was absolutely devastated. Like I, I it's to the point that I got on the phone with clients. I was like, please understand. Like you can see that it's at like the border. It's, it's literally can, there. Oh my there. gosh. I can't. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I, like I was, I, I lost sleep. Like <laughs> I was devastated. And then I had to make a really big decision. I had to decide, do I use all my savings and purchase everything all over again? Or do I stop the company? And as a single mom, it was very difficult to make that decision because yeah. I'm like, if I use all my savings, I'm taking the money that I saved for my daughter, mm. right? So I struggled with mommy guilt. I was like, what am I gonna do? What am I, like, I, I was really bad. Like, <laughs> it was really yeah. bad. It's an impossible decision. Like, it, and it's a cycle because you, you have to take risks to get reward, but what mm -hmm. you're risking eventually we'll, you know, like you can't do one without the other, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah. Wow. And it was all of my savings because it, it was so many orders and so many other orders for inventory that I was putting at the warehouse. So I purchased this warehouse and then now I don't have any inventory in the warehouse and I'm paying for the warehouse. Oh my and, gosh. Right. And then customers, I had to stop the site because I didn't want any more orders in. And then I took all of my savings and I redid everything. I brought my savings down to the last thousand dollars almost. And I redid everything and I made a video actually, and I posted on Instagram (laughs) and I was like, you guys, I'm going through a tough time, but I'm too far to stop. Like I can't, like I can't, I'm too, too far in to stop. Mm -hmm. And I said, this is for my daughter and I just have to bank on myself and I have to believe that I can do it. And I did this course, which literally kind of changed my life almost. Mm. And it's called Money EQ. It's called, it's the emotional intelligence for money. Yeah. So everyone teaches you how to make money. No one teaches you how to deal with the highs and the lows of money or getting the big income in. Like everyone wants a big income in, but with a big income in, that means a big income is coming out. And you have to mentally prepare yourself. If you're writing checks for $30,000, $40,000, and before that, you only wrote checks for the highest $2,000, like, you know what I mean? Oh, you yeah. Have to, it's anxiety. I'm not going to lie. Like, it is legit anxiety when you have to do this. So I had to go through this course and find out all my money wounds and heal my money wounds. And once I did, things just changed around. That's what got me to make the decision of just banking on myself and using all my savings. I was like, it's temporary. Yeah. Money, energy, it will flow to you. It will flow yep. out, it will flow back, yep. it will flow, it will flow out. I was like, don't worry about it. It will come back. And then it did. So the shop was actually down for like three and a half months. Okay. And yeah, so it was down for a while. And then like, when I came back, I came back with a vengeance. Well, <laughs> I was like, we're going to do all of this. And it seems just, even just hearing your story now, it seems so full circle how you're at the lowest point in your life when you started your first company with $10, you know? Mm-hmm. And here we are again, and it's a low, and the whole world is at a low, and you're down to your last $1,000. Mm-hmm. And you're like, no, I'm I'm betting on me. Because I know, yeah. and that, and uh, that's just a testament, not only to you and your work ethic, but just the entrepreneurial spirit, you know? Yeah, you have to be a little bit on the thing side, you know, a little bit on the, mm-hmm. okay, I, if you have a vision, you have to, you have to believe in yourself so much because there's going to be so much that happens mm-hmm. that can knock you down. Like when you're an entrepreneur, you will have a million no's and you have to be okay with having a million no's because you know, it just takes that one. Yes. Yes. Like, so do you want to hear something full circle? Obviously. Tell, you tell me. <laughs> Let me tell you story, right? So you see how I said about the money EQ? Yeah. So it's on a company called Mind Valley. I don't know okay. if you know Mind Valley. I right, so will about- research it and then we can link it in the episode notes for anyone that's interested. Yeah. So Mind Valley is a really cool platform in the sense that it's about higher learning for yourself, but overall mm. entrepreneurship, parenting, your body, your mindset. It's a whole complete 
revision of who you are. And there's so many different courses and they have courses for people who do speaking like how you do. Mm -hmm. like, there's a course called Speak and Inspire. So it helps you craft your voice. Wow. You know what I mean? And things like that. That I did the Money EQ. So with that, so I, it's funny that's so full circle. That helps me propel myself to take all my savings down to the last thousand dollars and then bank on myself. And then I said to my assistant, like, I want to start doing speaking engagements, right? Because every time people would talk to me, they're like, you need to write a book or you need to speak because like your, your life is insane. Literally. I don't see that way because it's mine, right? But so I was like, I want to do a speaking engagement. I said, I saw a vision of myself on a stage and she's like okay if you saw a vision of yourself on stage then we gotta do it because yeah. when you have your visions girl like you know let's do this so my daughter's school was supposed to start like virtual school and it didn't start right and i'm there and i'm in my robe didn't brush my teeth yet my hair still in braids from the night before and i see like a notification from mind valley pop up and it was like live event okay. and then i haven't been able to go on a live because i'm usually in class with her so i click it and then it's the owner of the company, Vision. And Mind Valley is a big company, okay? They're like $500 million company. They're huge, okay? So I was like, okay, just think, not thinking about it. Oh, he's gonna be talking. So he's talking and he's like, does anyone have a story about how a course has changed your life? And then all people said, yes, me, 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 me. And then I randomly just said, yeah, I do over here with like a little wave or whatever, right? <laughs> like deuces, hey, <laughs> right? And then, so then he goes to the first person and when he clicks the first person, they can't get connected. So he goes to the second person, they can't get connected. He goes, Renee Alexandria, you're up. I was there in my row, my teeth is not brushed. I'm like, what do you mean I'm up? Ah! Like, <laughs> so then he brings me on live and I'm like, uh, he hello? Uh, Hi, <laughs> and I'm in my robe and I'm like clutching my robe because it's like I have nothing under, right? Oh <laughs> my sleeping. gosh. So he goes, tell me how, of course, and tell me like what it did, you know, for you. So I tell him the course and the craziest thing is that after I was done this course and I did everything, I made more money, more money in a month than I did in a year. After I took all of my savings and I banked on myself, yeah, which is crazy, right? Girl. It's absolutely crazy. So he was like, well, what did you do? What's your company? So then I tell him Black. He pulls up Black on the live in front of all these thousands of people. So I'm like, oh my God. So he's going through it and he puts, he does a screen share and he does it. And he's like, you did this today? He goes, did you create the site? I go, yeah. He goes, you made these bags? I go, yeah. He goes, this is totally badass. Ah! And he continues to go through my site. Girl, I screamed just like that too. I screamed just like that too. Goes through my site and he's endorsed my site. And I was like, he's like, this is amazing what you're doing and all this stuff. And because then, like, it is, because it is. That's the thing. <laughs> Thank you. So then I'm going through like the chat and everyone's like, oh my God, her story is so amazing. I want to hear more from her. I want to hear more from her. And he was like, oh, do you guys want to hear from Renee? They're like, yeah. He's like, Renee, how would you like to be the first member to do a TED talk style about yourself? I, you know what I said, which is so bad. I said, get on my face. <laughs> 
I was like, get out of my face. No. Like, I'm serious. I said, no, get out of my face. Stop. Are you serious right now? And then it just snowballed. He ended up putting me in like the orientation videos for his company about mindset and how you can change mindset. You know, putting me on the Instagram. Like my site just went like ding, 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 ding. Like, like the amount of people on the site oh and all these people emailing me, talking about, oh, this is so inspiring. Can you help me? I helped so many people that way too. Like they, I gave people like a number to call and I was like, call me and we'll talk. And I helped people start their company. Cause I'm like, it's another way for me to help. You know what and, I mean? And, and it just like goes that. back to your mission is that like all these brands that you've created, you just want to help people in whatever facet you can. And that's so inspiring. Oh yeah. my gosh. You're incredible. Thank I'm, you. I'm Thank inspired. You, but isn't that a full circle? Isn't that a yes. full circle? Yes. And, <laughs> and just the, the power of manifestation and believing in yourself and just all of that. It's very powerful. If you can visualize something, you can literally make it happen. Mm. I visualized the car I want. I visualized the house I wanted. I visualized everything. I'm working on the husband now though. <laughs> yeah, That's but like, doing. clearly yeah. you don't need him for anything. Maybe no, other than like no. emotional he'll be, he'll support. Nice, yeah, emotional support, you know what I mean, yeah. which is nice. Yeah, but I believe in I honestly, truly believe in manifestation. I believe that you can change any situation. Let's think about it. I was a college dropout and I was living in the middle of Miami and I couldn't afford the place I was in anymore. And I had to move to like the hood, mm. like <laughs> where there was like gunshots, you know what I mean? I had to move to like the hood. And then like, I literally changed that within months. I was back by the beach. I was like in a two story condo. Like it was completely yes, like- queen. Okay. Full circle changed. You know what I mean? You just have to believe that you can do it and that you will have it. And then mm. it will literally, it will literally, you can literally do it mm. once you have a vision, but you have to figure out what your vision is. Have you ever figured out what yours is or is, yeah. it, is it your podcast? Well, so I, I'm going through a course right now, which is really similar to what you're talking about, where I'm really narrowing down my why. And what I've really honed in on mm -hmm. is that I want to start conversations and whatever conversations they are. And so with my Instagram, I've really honed in that, yeah, I have the bold, colorful lifestyle. Obviously I'm passionate mm -hmm. about mental health and I'm very passionate about being an advocate for inclusivity. And mm -hmm. so with the podcast and with all my other ventures, I just want to start conversations surrounding that because mm -hmm. I want to normalize and destigmatize a lot of stuff you know? And so yeah, yeah. That, that's, I, I can that's it. It's good. You did good. That's a, that's a really good, you have your clear vision. And then, so that's going to be your North star. So mm -hmm. everything you do, even if it's just not the podcast and you end up doing something else, it will be geared towards your main vision and your passion and what you were put on this earth to do. So you were put on here to start the conversation right? Mm -hmm. I was put on here to help people in many different ways that I mm -hmm. can. Cause I've been through so much in my life that technically if I was to write a job resume, it would be a lot. Like I had, I yeah. did a lot and I can do a lot. Right. So I know that that's, that's my thing to help no matter which way. 
So as long as you find it and you find your North Star and really just sit down, it takes time, right? Mm -hmm. It takes time to sit down and really think about who you are first, what you want and why are you here? Yeah. Because we're all here for something. Mm -hmm. I even teach my baby this too. I even like, I even teach my daughter, you know, she, my daughter has a good compass in her, which I love. I, I really, I know she's my daughter and so I really love her, but I really love her spirit mm. of like who she is. Even at five years old, she's very, she knows, she knows certain things about herself. And I just love that I'm able there to like nurture it, you know, and things like that. Um, a lot of people don't get to nurture it until they're like, in their 20s and then they've gone through other things of like society tells them to be right like mm -hmm. like me working in corporate way too laid back right like but i thought that's what i should have done because i wanted the money not realizing that i was going to cap myself at a certain amount of money i was only going to be able to reach a certain amount when really the lifestyle i want i need to be able to make some money okay so yeah. <laughs> because i like nice things yeah. <laughs> I like nice things. So I wanted to be able to like, you know, make sure I had to figure out myself, like, how am I going to do that? So even when I start another company, which I'm going to do after a while again, it's going to be about helping as well. Mm. Always. And then mm. I'm going to write a book most likely too. Yes. Yes, you should. And girl, you should start a podcast too, because you your think voice so? and your charisma and energy, it's there. It is. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. And that's a testament to it is I had wanted to do all these things, but my thing that I struggle with is what well, needs to be perfect. It needs to be figured out already. And mm -hmm. what I had to really realize is no, I just need to do it and I will yeah. figure it out along the way. And I know that I have the brain and the resources to do the research. And I just need to trust and believe in my community that they'll catch me when I jump. You know what? You will attract your tribe. Yes. You know what I mean, I am and a I big believer of that. Your vibe yeah, attracts you attract your tribe. People. Yes. And what people need to understand too, you attract what you are, not what you want. So mm -hmm. if you want to be in a certain lifestyle, a certain way, you need to become that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So that you can attract that. Right. So like, I, I completely, I completely get what you're saying. I completely get it. Mm -hmm. I mean, here like this. I know they can't yeah, see me. We are though. We're like, <laughs> like this. I, I get what you mean. But um, yeah, my advice to people is always just find out what your purpose is and take the time to find out. And it's okay if you don't know. And with perfectionism, I was a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. And isn't it way better just to kind of dive in because you learn so much more. And the thing is, is that you don't even need formal education every single thing is on the internet yes i yes i uh i wish i wouldn't have gone to college to be honest because that was so many life years that i won't get back you yeah. know what i mean and i went to college my degrees in psychology because my entire life i wanted to be an animal trainer i wanted to be a killer whale trainer and i did it oh, and mm. and my story is that i did it and i got to that dream job and i got laid off and the company said bye. We don't need you anymore. And so I went through this crisis where I was like, but this is what I thought I was supposed to do. And I just mm -hmm. created this job of content creator, podcast, author, all these things that I'm doing 
I didn't go to school for that, that, you know, but I exactly. found it on the internet. I was passionate about it. Literally everything I've learned about what I'm doing now, I learned on YouTube. Exactly. That's where I learned it is because someone, YouTube is my friend. someone like you was like, Hey, I want to help someone do what I've done. And everything mm -hmm. I have learned has been on YouTube or clubhouse or just from other people sharing, you know, mm -hmm. but I completely, I completely believe I, I taught myself how to code from the internet. Mm -hmm. I taught myself how to do business from the internet. Mm. I made my first sale from the internet. Mm -hmm. We live in a day and age where you can do anything. You can say, I like to bake pies and you can become like the most famous person. You can say, I like to do this most random. There's people out there who make YouTube videos of just different colors. My daughter watches them. You're making millions. Um, <laughs> you can literally do whatever yep. you want. My husband's favorite person to watch on YouTube is she gets new slices of bread and lays on top of them, her face. And that's all she does is she just puts her face in bread and it's not like sensual or anything. She's just literally laying on bread. And that's like his favorite thing to do is be like, oh, look at bread girl. What bread does she have today? Like <laughs> you see what I'm talking about? You can do whatever, you can do whatever you truly want to do. Mm. So I tell people all the time, just go for it, honey. I know it's scary. A lot of people make excuses because they're like, oh, I'm a mother. I could have had a lot of excuses. I'm a single mother, right? I'm a single mother who is a black girl who is not college educated. I am technically a statistic. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Technically, I'm a statistic. Even though it went through different ways, you get yeah. what I mean? The end yeah. result of that. But so, literally just by saying all of that, by definition, the popular thought process of the world is that you should not be where you are. Exactly. I went to go purchase, I'm, I'm trying to get a house right now. And they're like, so I was looking at this like condo and it's like a exclusive high rise mm, valet parking. Bougie. Yeah, <laughs> condo. The guy's gonna tell me, oh, um, do you have, your, can I see your income tax for last year? I was like, you didn't ask her for income tax. And I said, I can afford it, don't worry. And he was like, yeah, but I need to verify. And I was like, okay, uh-huh, sure. I showed him all of a sudden, he's like, oh, well, let me show you the penthouse suite. <laughs> you know what I mean? And oh, I was like, God. I do not want to just go with you anymore. <laughs> You're like, you didn't even ask me before the application. You just asked me as soon as I walked in. Like I can understand yep. when application you need it, blah, blah, blah. But you asked me as soon as I walked in, like, can you afford this place? You know that this is a prestige. You get what I'm saying? And I was like, I'm like, I don't even want to do, I was like, I don't even want to do service with you So anymore. did you walk out? Did you walk out? Yeah, I walked out. Yes. I walked, this is funny thing is too. Samia, my daughter, she said, mm, living room's too small. And she walked. <laughs> She said, I will Where be- Where am I gonna put my things? I was like, yes, girl, she caught yes. on. <laughs> she caught on and she told him, she's like, the living room is too small. I'm sorry. Now she said it too, she's like, too small. I was like, oh my God, this is my baby. I love this girl. Like, like this, this is my legacy. I have trained her well. I, at, at that moment, I could, I was like, you know what? You're the real MVP. I can't yeah. be even so proud of you. <laughs> like, oh my God. She caught on real quick, fast in a hurry for five years old.
So like he even contacted me too. I found another place and I was like, I'm not doing service mm-hmm. with you. Bye. You immediately just stop. Because he asked me, oh, will it just be how many people? I said, just me and her. So obviously he knows now it's just me and her and I don't have a husband. So then he just immediately thought of the statistic. And um, I don't know if you can see, I'm like a dread. So I'm a lock. My hair's locked. It's beautiful. Thank you. People automatically like put you into a place too, right? Because I'm a dread, holistic black girl with a single mom. You know what I mean? Like it's just, (laughs) people don't think about it in that way. They don't know that I'm like this like tyrant. Yeah, watch out, world. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Renee <laughs> is taking names. <laughs> I am, I am, right? But it's 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 okay. I'm happy where I'm at. I feel like I could do so much more. You know, I get addicted to that feeling of, oh, I could do this and I could do that. Yeah. But I'm happy to do things like this, like with podcasts where I get to talk to like real people. Sometimes when you talk about your story, it makes you understand where you came from more. Because sometimes I just keep going through the emotions mm-hmm. with the perfectionism. I just go to the next thing. And then it's not until I talk to a person. I'm like, you know what, Renee? You should be really happy and proud of yourself for what you're doing. You know? Yeah. And it sparks other ideas. Like your whole background is sparking a whole thing for me. Like I want to do a girl with a tutu, <gasps> with the yellow, blue, and the Ooh, green, and the pink. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I, I was like... Literally made that out of plastic tablecloths. Like those are 99 cent plastic tablecloths that I cut into strips. What are you doing your DIY? Look at you. And those are are elephant trunk prints. I used to work with elephants too. So each print is a different elephant that I worked with. Oh wow, they're actually, I I thought they were just teardrops. No, they're trunk prints. Yep. And then those are flukes from a killer whale I worked with. And then those are dolphin and sea lion prints from animals I worked with too. Oh, wow. Oh my God, that's so awesome. Yeah, I like it. So, cool. Oh, over there, I see it, the dolphin and everything like that. Mm-hmm. No, it's nice. I, as soon as I came in, I was like, this is very peaceful. Very, very peaceful. Well, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know you're a very busy woman, but <laughs> thank you so much for wanting to share your story, agreeing to come on here and literally just blessing me for the past <laughs> hour. <laughs> I honestly, I'm not going to lie this week. I have been in a meh mental health space, but today your sunshine and energy has just radiated over here to me in Florida. And I'm going to soak in it today because I'm so glad it really has you, your positivity and just that smile. You have just made my day. Literally. Thank you. I send positive vibes your way through the camera. I love it. <laughs> All the way. No, I really appreciate it. I think you did. I think your podcast is amazing. And this interview was so easy to do. And just, you know, it was like a conversation, which I really appreciate it. Yeah. You know, and you, you got to talk about things that can maybe spark something in somebody's, you know, mind, mm-hmm. which I'm happy about. So I'm always happy to come on if you want me back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do want to give you an opportunity just to share um, your social channels or where people can find you. Oh. I will link everything in the episode notes, your website and all of that, but you yeah. just want to share your Instagram or whatever you have. So if people are interested, they can reach out to you. 
Yeah, so the good thing is, is all of my companies, you can still get me. So I will give you the most recent one, the one that you know, we did with the baby, yeah. which is black. Um, so our website is www.blk-ed.com. That's www.blk-ed.com. They have like a little chat box there. You can always message us. It goes straight to like our Facebook. Okay. And you can just say attention Alexandria and they will literally give it to me. Or on Instagram, it's blk.ed, 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 right? So you can get us there as well. And then you can just message us. Just put attention, Alex, and I I read those messages, though. Like, <laughs> in the middle of the night, I'll be messaging people back with voice notes. People are always so surprised. Like, I will message back a customer, like, oh, I love my bag. And then, like, I'll do a voice note. Oh, my God, I'm so thankful. Yeah, and they're like, hold on, what? <laughs> Is this the owner? I message, I, I read them. So I will get to be able to get your message or email at hello at black.com. Okay. As well. Perfect. Yeah. Well, you're incredible you have inspired me and i can't wait to keep seeing what you accomplish because you got big old things ahead of you thank you i'm trying to get an oprah send her a shout out okay yeah (laughs) that's it we're gonna manifest that that's what we're gonna do next it's on my board (laughs) all right thank you so much i really appreciate it thank you renee you're incredible and i'm literally gonna jump on your website and order that wallet because it is so cute and i'm gonna go i'm gonna get it (laughs) besties i feel like i say this every episode but oh my god what a great conversation That interview with Renee really just showed me that there is power in looking outside of yourself in your own experiences. I learned so much about representation and why it matters, why it's important. And honestly, it just affirmed everything that I already believe in even more. So I hope you enjoyed that conversation as much as I did. As we talked about, all of Renee's info is linked in the episode notes. So be sure to check out all of her different businesses that she has started and been a part of. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Sunshine and Rainbows podcast, a space where we chat about moments in life where it's not. I'm your host, Amanda, and I cannot wait to start another conversation next Monday. I'll see you then. Bye.